Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Brown fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, good evening, everybody. Time to talk some Ole Miss athletics with you. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio. We have some of you already with your text messages on the line at 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. Coming up about 610 Jake Thompson of the Ole Miss Spirit with a little insight into football and what's been going on. 6.30, we'll get the hitting coach Mike Clement on the program and talk Ole Miss baseball. We'll take those text messages, 662-426-1093, and we'll do a little bit of what we normally do on a Monday. Chuck, good uh, good evening. Hi. You okay? Oh, man, outstanding. I didn't ask you if I got the headphones. We, we good? Can yeah. We, I can't, all right. All <laughs> yeah, right. we good. We good. We got to get those levels going. And so we were out, uh, you know, just kind of talking and moving you, around. You and know, the, it's, it, it's funny. You got young man levels and old man levels. <laughs> I'm on the old man level. Well, I, look, you never know from time to time. Like, Richard just left the studio here, and today these are okay. Yeah. Usually it's a little bit too much yeah. for me. Like, uh, and I'll kind of stick one off to the side or whatever. Gordon, how are your ears? Your ears okay? Nah, they're pretty good. Your ears are good. My foot's not good, but my ears are Well, as long as you can hear and talk. (laughs) We don't need your foot right now. Oh, (laughs) I'm resting it right now. We don't need your foot right now. All right, so we have a lot of things coming up uh, and going on on the program today, like I said, with Jake Thompson coming up, with Mike Clement coming up, and you at 662-426-1093. you have a good weekend? Well, the rebels did, Man. so I did. Yep, absolutely. You know, and and and, you know, anytime we can take two out of three in baseball, I got to go see a, a really good football scrimmage that was pretty impressive to me. Overall, you know, there's strengths, there's weaknesses, like every spring. Uh, pretty happy there, and uh, <laughs> what a classic basketball game, Duke and North Carolina. I, I mean. I, I I can't stand either one of them, but that was great basketball. I, I agree. People were always like, "Do you want to see Coach K lose, or do you want him to make the magical run?" And I was like, "I don't really care. I just, care. I liked seeing what I saw in that game. Yeah. He wasn't looking happy, was he afterwards? Well, no, but of course not. Especially losing to Carolina like that for the his last two losses. Yeah, were to Carolina and his first loss and his first loss, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's just the, the the history of that whole entire thing. I. I like this time of year and watching these college, you know, b- basketball teams uh, doing what they're doing. I think it'll be a great game again tonight. Who you got tonight? I think Kansas. I think Kansas is just so much better. I, I picked Kansas going into the Final Four, but man, North Carolina's hot right they now. They are, Very and hot. that plays into it, obviously. Uh, you know, guard play and playing at the right time. Yep. And but I, I still am going to say Carolina. I mean uh, Kansas. I am too. Now they Same were here. they were the only team I had in the Final Four that was left, but I didn't have them winning. The mm-hmm. men they got there. Men's bracket was busted way longer. Who'd ago. you have winning? Uh, Arizona. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> I had Gonzaga, man, I was dead. And... See, I had the Zags in the Final Four with Arizona. Well, you, I had UCLA coming out as a four seed. I went a little weird. And it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. Now, women's basketball, uh, I did the CBS bracket for women's basketball, and I finished number 1,942 in the country. That and a quarter gets me a quarter. All right. But out of a million-plus people, that's not bad. I had the final four, I had the final game, and the, the champion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, But, not again, bad. that doesn't do much for you. Right. Well. <laughs> that doesn't do much for you. But uh, Something was, to brag about. It was fun to keep up with. Anyway, so what about this game? Doesn't start tonight though until like eight twenty. That's our time. Yes, that's ridiculous. Wow. 
that's the only bad part. Yeah, you'll have to step late to see one shot. Dang, I'll be asleep shot. at halftime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. All right, we have a lot of good questions coming in at 662-426-1093. You mentioned, you know, baseball going to Kentucky, winning 2-1, to one, uh, then rough game on Saturday when they lost 9-2, and then got the, the win when the bats came alive middle of the game. Uh, against Kentucky, which was good to see. Uh, but I thought a lot of things, and I don't know how deep we'll get into with Coach Clem or whatever, stood out to me. The decision, number one, to totally change the, the pitching rotation. Had to. And and the way they went about it and yeah. pieced it together. And then when you have Peyton Chatagnier struggling as he had at the plate, not in the lineup on Saturday at all to give him a break. I mean, it's obvious – that still at this point, this part of the season, almost is not alone in this. It's still trying to find the right buttons to push and people to put in the right spots. Well, he, here's what I like: he, they're willing to make the, that, that's the changes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes coaches can get stubborn and say, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna stay with," but uh, uh-uh, they're not what that. If you're not producing, they're they're not playing. You brought in John Gaddis to be a weekend guy. He was your Friday guy mm-hmm. who threw five pitches and got two outs in relief on Friday, came back in the ninth on, on Sunday, Sunday yeah. in a blowout, and you've got to have the players willing to do that. Isn't too. it funny how the parallel of both road, you know, got blown out on Saturday and came back and, and produced a blowout on Sunday? Which is hard to do. Yeah. Really hard to do. All right, Jake Thompson's on the other side of the break with the Ole Miss Spirit. We'll talk football with him on tonight's Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio with you. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. We're about to talk with Jake Thompson of the Ole Miss Spirit here on the program. We'll also take your text messages at 662-426-1093. We'll have an injury report. We will have a recruiting report. We'll have the good, bad, and ugly. And Coach Mike Clement coming on and chat with us about baseball at about 930. But we welcome Jake back. Jaker, how you doing today? I'm good, Gary. How are you all doing? Things seem to be moving merrily along. Uh, and we thank you for getting back on with us uh, for another week. Oh, no, I appreciate y'all having me back on again. It means I'm, I guess I did all right. Y'all didn't 
get turned off the air. Chuck, did he go? What was his grade after last week? <laughs> I give him an A minus. A minus. So you got work to do, Jake. You got work to do. Hey. Be better. A minus is better than a lot of my own actual grades, so I'll take it. <laughs> Me and you both, Jake. <laughs> All right, take it away, Jake. Well, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of info came out of that scrimmage Saturday. Lane Kiffin let us watch for two and a half hours, probably an hour and forty minutes of that was actual scrimmage, and uh, I don't know about you, but I, I saw plenty. Yeah, no, I uh, I saw a lot, and it was nice to actually. See an, an actual, you know, scrimmage after we just kind of saw kind of a practice scripted practice plays, if you will, uh, two weeks ago now almost. But uh, you know, a lot of it, uh, some of it, I had to kind of realize that it could just be the ones that we saw out there kind of first, where some of the guys from last year, uh, Altmeyer was out there first, Trigg was not, uh, Casey Kelly was out there. You know, so some of it I feel maybe was that they just knew kind of a playbook. But then I saw Dart and Trigg come in and they looked. You know, they look pretty seamless uh, to me in terms of how this offense is going. And, you know, it was nice to see Altmaier make some passes further downfield. I know we kind of talked about it last week, and you wrote about it as well, Chuck, that he was kind of checked down heavy. But but this, this week it seemed he was a little more comfortable going a little, you know, 10 or plus yards further down the field with some passes. Yeah, but, you know, uh, to me, Jake, uh, Luke is still um... – more careful, let's put it that way, than Jackson Dart. Jackson had a couple of balls the other day that should have been picked off. They were right in the hands of the defenders uh, because he's got that gunslinger mentality. And and Luke just, I think he's Luke will throw in tight windows, but he's he's sure when he throws that it's only his guy can get to it. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, uh, there was one I saw just kind of dead on from our you know field level perspective, and it he. It should have been picked off, or, or it wasn't, and the defender just kind of dropped it. But you know, there is a very tight window, and like Chuck said, it's it's intended for that one receiver and nobody else. But then also, you got to realize there's some good defenders in the SEC he's going to be going up against, and so he's he's just going to have to be a little bit more careful. At, at you know, once the fall and that season gets going, I, the the one guy that just stood out like a sore thumb to me was Trigg, though. I mean. My goodness, they had good coverage on him a lot, and he made some tremendous catches. He uses his hands. He's a big target. He's got, you know, good speed for a tight end, for a big kid like that. He's not a blazer by any means, but hard to bring down once he catches the ball. And just, to me, uh, he's Rufus French incarnate. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I'm sure you know Ole Miss fans from from that era are going to really enjoy you know that comparison. But he just jumps off the, the page and off the field to you. I mean, he he seems you know very fundamentally sound. It seems at least from the little bit we've gotten to see two Saturdays in. But uh, I think the more you know he he practices and sits and learns that playbook, and I think coming in and you know in the spring and having that and whatever the summer workouts entail. And, and that then, then coming into fall camp, he's going to be just light years ahead of where he may have been if he had waited to go wherever he went in the fall. But luckily he's got all red and blue, and he's I think he's a tremendous tight end. We haven't had a tight end like him maybe since Rupert Sprints and just the way that he stands out on the field and, uh, and, and then also just that playmaking ability. And he plays that kind of that Evan Ingram type of tight end where he's in the slot some, he's in motion some, he's kind of a wing back some. Uh, Kelly is more of your traditional hand on the ground guy, and he does a good job with that role. Uh, another guy that stood out to me, a newcomer, another newcomer was uh, Quinshawn Judkins, a running back from Opelika, freshman. Um, the first Saturday we're out there, Jake, I, I thought he was just a power runner, but this past Saturday, he showed me a little wiggle and a little, little, little quickness and speed. I didn't think he had. Yeah, yeah, he seemed to get a, a few more reps, more so than I think they were rotating them in and out a lot last week. But this week, I did notice him out there more, and he seemed more comfortable. And I don't know if it was just getting that one practice in the stadium under his belt, or they just let him kind of you know, turned him loose a little bit more. But it was nice to see that he could potentially, even as a freshman, be a, you know another option to what we think is. 
at least on paper, is going to be a really deep uh, running back room again, getting Evans and, and Bentley and his transfers and the guy Bullock and those that are still here that are just another year older. But uh, everybody has been excited and high on Judkins and getting him in early. And uh, I'm like Chuck. I liked what I saw out of him uh, that second Saturday. And hopefully these next Saturdays get into the Grow Bowl. Maybe he just becomes even more comfortable. Well, he's a big kid. He's a 220-pounder. Uh, he runs hard. Uh, certainly not scared at all, and uh, if he's got the kind of wiggle I thought he, I think I saw Saturday, um, he, he's going to be a weapon. And another kid that's jumped off the page to me playing this new Joker position that defensive coordinator Chris Partridge has incorporated is uh, Demond Clowney, and and I, I think because of his name, Jake. Everybody anticipated him coming in here as a true freshman and, you know, setting the woods on fire, but he was only 220 pounds. Now he's 250 pounds and he's holding that weight. He can still run as well as he could at 220. And they're playing that hybrid linebacker defensive end position where he can drop into coverage or rush either one. And, uh, I like him there. I thought he stood out Saturday. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a victim, or I admit I'm a victim of one of those people who just because of the name and the relationship that he was going to be a an instant player. And, you know, I, I think there was some development there and obviously, you know, just having to get comfortable uh, that last year. But I, I liked what I've seen out of him, and I like that Partridge is going to have him in different spots and is he's obviously trusts that he's capable of handling those different positions. But I think with that added, you know, that added poundage and just that another year under his belt, I'm hoping Clowney is – going to be one of those guys that even though he's kind of an underclassman still he needs to be one of those leaders and and, and impact player on that defense at the first or second level and and, you know on the other on the other side Cedric Johnson who showed some flashes last year but was kind of overshadowed by Sam Williams outstanding performance I think he's going to take over for Sam and I think he's going to do a tremendous job Saturday I think he had three sacks now they're not take them to the ground sacks because they don't let the quarterbacks get hit. But, I mean, you, it was obvious he could have taken them to the ground if they were live action. Uh, no no doubt. And he's got the attitude of wanting to be that next Sam. And even Sam himself last year, I think towards the end of the season when we knew his time was coming up, he kind of, I think in one of our media availabilities with him, said that Cedric is the guy that he's kind of told, hey, you've got to be the next me. And, you know, you've got to beat my record, sack record, and all this and that. Since you know the couple times we've talked to him, Cedric's taken that on and seems to be embracing it. And now, as we've seen, he's putting it on the field. But he's going to have to. He's got to kind of be that that disruptor. He's got to be the energy of that defensive front. And I think he's he seems capable of doing that. Seems to be a little more depth on the defensive line as well, uh, Jake. Uh, Tavius Robinson's not going through contact right now, and we know he's going to be part of it, but. You got Jamon Gordon and KD Hill and JJ Pegues and Isaiah Eaton. Um, all those guys can be inside players, big 300 pounders that, uh, I think is going to allow the defensive line to stand up against some of these more power oriented offenses. Yeah, and I, I like what I saw out of Pegues. I watched him a little bit more this time and I, he wasn't so much with the ones as he kind of looked like he was two weeks ago, but maybe that was just them mixing everybody in. But I like what I saw to him out of the nose. Uh, A.J. Finley told us that, you know, he liked, they liked what they'd seen out of him at the nose and was going to be a force there. And He's quick off the ball, and he just seems to be adapting to becoming just that defensive player after watching him for years at Oxford as, you know, a tight end, a, you know, big fish in a small pond up here, and then that one year at Auburn before they shifted him around. But I really do like what uh, Pegues is hopefully going to bring, and I, I think he's going to see that field uh you know a lot this, this coming fall i think he and kd are going to be a, a really good nose guard combo where they can both stay fresh up front on on the offensive line uh mason brooks seems to be doing a pretty good job at right tackle and i, and I like the fact that the other guys that, that shifted around caleb warren to center nick broker to left guard um and jeremy james to left tackle they've adjusted well it seems like yeah, no, that starting offensive line, uh, it, it seems to, they all have accepted and settled into their roles, and obviously some of those guys wanted to, to shift around with Broker, kind of with the next level, the NFL in mind, and knowing that he may get 
get better looked at or scouted at there. And uh, you know, I like what I see. Depth may still be an issue, but yeah. I'm hoping that's something they can they can uh, shake off in the spring and the summer. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Jake. Thank you. I appreciate it. Game day outlook brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars. Your contact for serious injuries for over 30 years. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Still to come, full baseball talk with assistant coach Mike Clement. Now we're going to answer some text messages, and we'll also get into a look at the Rebel Injury Report. You can check out ccmoxford.com for homes, lots, land, condos, anything for sale in Oxford, Cannon, Cleary, McGraw, and we'll start out with with baseball questions. And the first is why Derek Diamond's in the bullpen when he was getting no run support. And and I think to me, he wasn't getting past the third inning either. Yeah. Right. And so three it's, three and a third, something like that. And I mean, second time around through the lineup, he was he was just lost it. He'd lose it. A lot of people are not going to have run support against Tennessee. I think we found that out through their first nine games. But I think the important part of it is they were trying to find, you know, pitchers who could get them if they can get five, six innings, they yeah. use that, right? You gotta have that. And if not, then they're gonna piece it together as as best they can. And look, if he gets if he gets out of his own way, Mike will give him another shot. Just you know, he, he he's he hadn't earned it. He earned it in the fall, came in here, got his opportunity with three what, three or four starts did not produce so hey it's like you know and i i I, john gaddis was the same way right we've already mentioned what he did and i'm I'm gonna ask uh, clem a question because i know he was on with ben garrett of the old miss spirit earlier today on podcast and scouting report and analytics play a part into this and they thought that those three guys with what they could do were the best to attack kentucky hitters Mm -hmm. it might actually be different when they play yeah. Alabama this weekend, yeah. for that same start. thing, he might actually get a chance to start. And uh, the next one is: Will McDaniel start against USM? Well, my, uh, I, I would think if I'm looking at the stats and I'm looking at guys that are started, he's the most experienced one. He pitched on Tuesday. He did not pitch at all this weekend, yeah. so I've got to think he's the guy. That'd be play. my guess, but they they've got other arms, I and mean, they may be wanting to try somebody else out in a midweek game. But that Southern Mississippi game has a little aura to it, it does. That, 
that's, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's life or death, but but it's nice to beat anybody in state. But D1 baseball poll came out Ole Miss 9, USM 18 yeah. after the weekend. So they're, so, they're a very confident <laughs> baseball team. It's a, yeah, they're 19 and 8. The Rebels winning two out of three are what they are. So. But, but, but they're not going to pitch their ace and neither Correct. are we. Correct. You know. I would have to think that you'll see in some form McDaniel, Mallets. I think you'll get uh, a little bit of maybe Kimbrell. Maybe some others in that mix. Mm-hmm. Maddox, who struggled a little yeah. bit on Saturday, you could see might him. get an inning. And if it's close, you're going to get Brandon Johnson at the end of it yeah. to shut it down. Yeah. But they've got six or seven guys that they'll try and work with. And it may just be that truthfully is we're going to pitch a guy an inning, two innings, and move on. And Southern will maybe approach it the same way. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, I was going to, you know, Chuck had done the football report there. And um, I was going to ask him a quick question here. What are the new coordinators doing, and what do they look like? Well, obviously, Charlie Weiss on offense isn't going to change Lane's offense. So it's very similar. Uh, I mean, there are a few different wrinkles, but the the passing game is is very much vertical. Uh, Swing passes to the running backs, uh, aggressive, aggressive play calling, uh, and – you know, I don't know if Lane's calling a game or Charlie Weiss is going to call the game, but I, I feel like it's going to be just like it was with Jeff Levy and kind of a collaboration. On defense, Chris Partridge is going to be – at least the early signs are that he's going to be a lot more aggressive than D.J. Durkin was. He's going to put pressure on offenses. And that's going to uh, – we know from having Joe Lee done that that's going to cost you some big plays, but you're also going to make some big plays. And – uh I'm not saying he's as haphazard and wild as Joe Lee, rest his, rest his soul, but uh, he's going to have that type of uh, mentality to attack offenses. Kind of put those defensive backs on an island and say, get the job done. It yeah. goes back, so what about the linebacking core? We didn't get to that with Jake because obviously there's yeah. not a lot of time. What well, do you think about that? Right now you, you're, you're trying to teach Kari Coleman the transfer. Austin Keys is out. Austin Brown is out. Um you know, so we really don't know. Uh, Ashanti Sistruck is doing a pretty good job. Um, you know, and, and uh, Reginald Hughes, the transfer, is doing okay. But right now, you got three of your top linebackers out. Gotcha. So, and one learning the ropes. So, I, I, it's hard to have a judgment. One last thing, too. We talked about this off the air last week. Hudson Wolf. I mean, he was big time he's tight end. He's hurt. So, he's still hurt then. Yeah, he's out. Um, and I don't know the status of when he's expected back. Um, yeah, I know he was a high recruit, so, yeah, you know, and a lot yeah, of people thought, yeah. you know, it was a big get him coming in. Yeah. All right, so with that, text message is done, and let's get into the injury report, if you don't mind, from Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Uh, a little segue from Gordon to get into the injuries. Go ahead. Well, hopefully um, left fielder Kevin Graham could return from his hand injury maybe this weekend. Maybe. That's a it's a big maybe, but maybe. Uh, catcher outfielder Calvin Harris has returned from his stomach muscle pull, abdomen pull, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and Matt Schofi is nearing a return. We've been saying that every week, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, you know, he could come around in uh, late April. So that's probably it. I mean, we've got some football guys, but it's – I don't like to talk about injuries in spring because they, they're not going to affect fall. None of them are, are bad knee injuries or something that's going to take a long time to rehab. So, you know, just typical spring stuff. You know, and looking at the things of the Ole Miss batting order, not having Kevin Graham in there has obviously been a huge problem, sure. as you would expect, not having him in the back end of the bullpen. Well, for my money, he's the best hitter on the team. If, I mean, if that's a guy that I want in a spot yeah, at the end yeah. to swing the bat, would be him. And you know it's killing him. You can see uh, the way that he is acting and everything. And I had an opportunity when, when doing the TV of the, the Tennessee weekend to see him in the dugout prior to and the way he was handling and talking to some of the guys, mm-hmm. you know, as a leader would. But then at the same time, you could tell, man, I'm – I'd love to be out there taking yeah. PP right now yeah. and do those kinds of things. All right, we have done text messages, the injury report. Now we'll ask questions to somebody who can answer them. Mike Clement is the Ole Miss hitting coach, and we'll talk to him in our coach's corner. 
coming up next. Ole Miss taking on Southern Miss tomorrow in Pearl. We'll be back in a few. Thanks for listening to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Back with more of it in a moment. orthopedic and sports medicine board certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury leaders in orthopedic care oxford orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home locations in oxford batesville grenada hernando cleveland calhoun city and pontotoc official orthopedic team physicians for Ole miss athletics to make an appointment call 662-513-2000 or visit oxfordortho.org Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon back in the studios again here, rolling through most of our Super Talk stations and in Memphis on WHBQ, and we appreciate all of you being around with us and more. We'll get with Coach Clem here in just a moment, but now Chuck has some, I, I don't have a breaking news Look, <laughs> Chuck with some breaking news. Yeah, uh, Javius McKinnis. Uh, oh, here we go. There, <laughs> there it is in the background. Thank you. Jackson State power forward Javius McKinnis, who's been the three-time SWAC Defensive Player of the Year, uh, just committed to Ole Miss to come in here and play some basketball. He's six seven, uh, very muscular, very athletic. About two thirty. Yeah, um, and we're gonna see. Um, Second in the nation in rebounding. Yeah, and uh, I, I know that inside the program they're they're excited about him. I don't think he's a a scorer, but uh, hey, he can he can clean up some stuff around the around the hoop. So that's I wouldn't call him 
the prototypical big, but uh, it's a start. That's true. So that's a good get for them, especially yeah. they need inside players, you know, losing uh, some people. So, Well, Kermit told us last week that he wanted – what three or four? Yeah, in the portal. Yeah, two big men for sure. Yeah, to come along in with this, and so uh, that's good. You need yeah. that. Plus, Sammy that, Hunter, right? And yeah, I think that helps them. So there you are, breaking news right here on Rebel. Look Holla. at you, Chuck, all over it, man. <laughs> He's been doing this for quite some time now. <laughs> quite some master. time. All right, I, I sent Rhino the wrong phone number uh, for the next guest. Hopefully uh, we'll be connecting with Coach Clem here uh, in just a moment. Gary, you're fired. I know. I, it's, it's only, you're so excited about the signee, Chuck. You know. I have fooled people for way too long now. <laughs> it's just like finally uh, me and you both, brother. caught up with me uh, somewhere along the way. Well, I'm, I'm interested to ask Clem about, uh, you know, the Saturday – the difference what, what's is it just pitching is the difference or uh i don't know well I'm... and i think we're, we're seeing there are only four sec baseball teams with winning records yeah. in the conference yeah. right now everybody's four and five or three and six i think it's going to be a lot of that all oh, year yeah. long and you got to find a way the best you can to win two out of three no matter where you are the only crazy one's tennessee right and they're off to nine and oh yeah. georgia swept florida to get to six and three on the west, it's Arkansas and Auburn, who Ole Miss won two out of three that have winning records. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach Clem is on. And, Coach, it's it's hard for the producer to call you when Darby gives him the wrong number. Uh, so welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you? I'm glad Darby's got uh, finally the right number. I'm sure whoever you guys would have called would have done a really good job. <laughs> but I don't know if they were going to be able to talk about hitting with this Ole Miss baseball team or winning two out of three or, or anything like Darby, that. Hey, D- Coach, Darby gave him the number of his yard man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that guy do a great job. Yeah, yeah I already wasn't showing up. But anyway. <laughs> don't, don't ask me about the difference between Bermuda and Rye or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So um, lead us through. And let, let me ask you this, because when look, baseball teams like Ole Miss have you want expectations. You want everybody to think you're the number one team. And with all the returning hitters that you had, expectations were out of the roof. I'm sure, sure you've answered this question, maybe even possibly today with the ups and downs of this. What has it been like with all those expectations and maybe more downs than you thought you would have at this point in the year? Yeah, um, we. I mean, if you look at it on the whole, I guess I would start there. It's really good. Um, yeah. Again, uh, but you're right. I think some of my frustration, probably in our in our guys' frustration, are um, when 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 we when we get down, we haven't been real competitive. You know, like uh, it seems as though our losses um, we haven't scored a ton. And whereas a year ago, with obviously the same group or a similar group. We had some games that were that we would make really muddy, and I mean that. I mean that with complete uh, as as a compliment to our guys, where we would get down six or seven to nothing, and all of a sudden you look up and it's the seventh inning and it's nine to seven, and then it's eleven to eleven, and guys have grinded out. Um, there have been certain games this year where that hasn't happened, um, and 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 I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think part of it is number one, Tennessee is really good, uh, really good on the mound, as, as complete a team as as we're going to play, um, and they handed it to us, you know, offensive from our offensive standpoint. And I think a little bit of that is a little bit of a hangover from that. And You know, you try to warn the guys as far as, hey, don't let Tennessee beat you when we go to Lexington um, just because you feel bad. And so much of offense and hitting is um, in between the ears, and it's about confidence and all of that. And I think, you know, when you get punched in the mouth and – uh, some, sometimes it sometimes it takes you a minute uh, of stumbling to, to get back on your feet and, and and know where you're at. If that makes sense, Mike, it was it's been really strange though that every Saturday is where we kind of had trouble uh, over at Auburn, then against Tennessee, then uh, against Kentucky. Uh, it just like seems like we go cold, and then against Auburn and Kentucky, we explode on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know if I have a have a have a great answer for you on that on that one, Chuck. I hadn't even, hadn't even realized that. I know uh, we were cold more than just Saturday against Tennessee, um, yeah, and that, yeah. more, that had a lot to do with Tennessee and uh, and and how good they are. But you're right. Uh, for whatever reason, it 
it, it, it was that way, you know, at Auburn, and obviously we didn't swing a great against Tennessee, and then, uh, and then again this past weekend up in Lexington. But uh, I guess the flip side of it is, if you want to go glass half full, is um, we've played seven weekends and we've won six of them, and it's about winning weekends, and we've been able to do that. And uh, I credit our guys for being able to bounce back and, uh, you know, maybe lay an egg on one, but then really come back and answer, which they did yesterday, which is really encouraging. Oh, I think, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a great quality, be able to put the loss behind you and come out on Sunday and, and rip it. I mean, that, that's that's hard to beat right there. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the beauty of this sport. Uh, sometimes it's hard to figure out where, uh, if, I'm, if I'm being completely forthright with you guys, I'm sitting in a hotel room in Lexington watching uh, our bats, um, which only a crazy person would want to do after that Saturday game, uh, and trying to figure some things out as well as having, like, the final four on in the background. Uh, and it's a miserable feeling. Losing can just suck the life out of you. Uh, and then 24 hours later, we're hopping on a plane back to Oxford feeling like world beaters. So uh, it's the beauty of baseball. It's, it's a crazy game, but it's what, it's what makes it awesome, too. Give us uh, some thoughts on, on a couple of people at bat-wise, because we've had some other messages that have kind of come in throughout this. One is Peyton Chatagnier. And obviously for the weekend, he didn't get a start on Saturday. And then two, and, and, and this one I kind of want to expand on for me, is the at-bats that McCants had. It looks like he's kind of getting his stuff back a little bit over the weekend. Can you brush up on both of them? Yeah, Chatagnier struggled. He, he struggled, uh, had a really good weekend in, in the first weekend of SEC play against Auburn and then had struggled the last two weekends. There's, that's, that's absolutely no secret. And I think a lot of a lot of his struggle has been uh, a lot of pitch selection stuff, uh, just leaving the zone. And the hard part with Peyton is we want him to be aggressive. Um, he's kind of that fire starter for us, um, but he's really just kind of ch- kind of chased the zone and, and and lost a little bit from an approach standpoint. Um, that he's got to get back. That's kind of why we sat him down on Saturday. And um, just to, sometimes it helps when you when you when you sit in the dugout and watch the game. Maybe it slows down a little bit for you. McCants, on the other hand, uh, yeah, he started to swing it good. And, uh, you know, no one swung it great against Tennessee. Um, but other than that, he's been, he's been pretty good. And I feel, I feel good about him. Um, he's got some free swinger to him, too. Um, but he's really done some damage. You saw yesterday, you know, he hit the big triple on Friday night, which, which essentially won us the game when Leatherwood drove him in. Um, and then had, had a couple hits yesterday, including the home run. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's in a really good spot. And to me, it, it's it's all. It was also good to see a sacrifice fly and then a ground ball score run from him too, right? I mean, it's yeah. not 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 swinging, missing stuff, putting the ball in play just in critical times to score yeah, runs. It's an excellent point. Really, really good point. And, um, just the little things uh, like that of of playing the game of baseball um, become really important. Him understanding situation. Hey, I got to get a ball to the outfield to get a sack fly, which he did. I think on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and then, like you said, later in the game, we got a man at third and less than two. The infield's playing back. Um, he smokes the ball right at the second base. Yeah. But, but the you know the execution of situational stuff uh, that that is a really that's a good point. It's a it's a really telltale thing when you know if a guy is uh, is, is 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 swinging it well. When are we going to get our guy Kevin Graham back in that order? <laughs> uh, I don't. He, he's uh, he's going back to the doctor tomorrow. Uh, I think we can get him back as early as this weekend against Alabama. Um, and it, we just have to see if it shows um, healing. If, if he goes to the doctor tomorrow and it's healed, I think you'll see him this weekend. Um, he has done as much as he can. Uh, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say, but we're all, we're all friends, right? Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's swung a little bit off of a tee. He had a ball 102 miles an hour off of a tee today. So yeah. uh, that, that, for a hitting coach – uh, shoot, I said, let's say, hey, let's put him in, let's put him in against the mustard buzzards tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> but they said, they said, we can't, we can't do that. So, um, I guess we, I guess we can't do that tomorrow, but, uh, I think, uh, I think it's very soon if, if we get good news from, from the doctor tomorrow. Coach, uh, not your area of expertise, but I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty bold of Mike to totally switch the, uh, and Carl to totally switch the starting pitchers and, Apparently it worked. It goes, uh, as you guys know, all of you have, have been around our program a long time. Uh, it goes completely against Coach Bianco's nature. It's not what he wants. He would rather have three guys that he rolls out there um, every weekend. 
um, and he would he would like to go with that. And I give him a ton of credit um, that that's not what he did. And he switched it up, and he knew we needed to make a change from a, from a pitching standpoint. And he basically told those guys, hey, you go uh, as hard as you can for as long as you can, we'll get you out of the game. That means four outs. That means four outs. Uh, and uh, those guys executed our plan really, really well, and um, super, super proud of them. They give a ch- we don't, we don't win that series if it's not for uh, our guys on the mound. Um, you know, giving us great efforts. The, the the Friday night pitching effort by all three of those guys was outstanding. But uh, the one I was glad to see was the Sunday start out of Washburn because you know he, he he was brought in here to be a weekend starter and to see him have a good outing maybe that'll give him the confidence he needs to keep going the rest of the year well there's no question about it he he uh, is a high profile guy with really good stuff uh some sometimes he's got to harness that stuff but he uh he gives he gave us a huge effort on sunday um when i'm sure when people looked at the pitching matchup their guy had great numbers and and Wash's numbers are fine too, but but you know sometimes gives up a few too many free bases. And man, he he just absolutely battled for us and gave us a great outing. And you know the, it, it's zero zero through three innings, and it looks like it's going to be another low scoring game before we break it open in the in the, in the fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth, whatever it was. Um, but Wash was rock solid, and uh, hopefully that's uh, that's a that's a that's a tell for 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 what's coming down the road here. Coach Gordon Ford. Um... Well, we might see Calvin Harris tomorrow start at catcher and give Dunhurst a rest. And I know that's pretty much a traditional game, Ole Miss and uh, State playing Southern and Pearl. But yep. what do you think about that? Yeah, Gordon, we haven't completely discussed lineup yet. We'll do that tomorrow morning. I, I, I would look for Calvin to probably get a start somewhere. You know, it's important for us to get his bat in the lineup. He's been so good, um, you know, especially before he went down with the oblique. Um, but, but now that he's bounced back, had a great midweek last week. Um, this is not a game we take lightly. Um, and, and so, you know, we're going to, we're going to put our best out there and, and, and we want to win this game, obviously, against an in-state, uh, school. Um, but we'll, we'll talk in the morning as a staff and try to figure out what we want to do specifically with, with who's going to be behind the plate. You know, uh, getting back to pitching just for a second, uh, Mike, uh, if if this is indeed the starting guys on the weekend, maybe you found some better roles for Gaddis for Darty, um, where they're more comfortable and can be more productive. Could be, could be, and I and I don't think we uh, laugh or Mike are ready to commit to that quite yet. Uh, and I think a little bit of it is we're going to look and see what the matchups look like as far as who we're going to run out there, um, but. You know, I, I certainly think your your point is a valid one that that, that may put some guys in in a, in a spot where they're more comfortable or more productive or however you want to say it. Um, but I think we're still uh, – we may not see the same three against Alabama this weekend as we saw last weekend, as good as those guys were. We're going to look at matchups and, and, and see what, what, what fits best. And um, hopefully from my standpoint, we score a few more runs on Friday and Saturday than we did last week. So give us, give us a little bit of an outlook on – where you think Carl and Mike are uh, with the freshman out of Jackson, Riley Maddox, uh, didn't do a great job Saturday, uh, but he's had some good outings. I kind of halfway expected him to be one of the weekend starters when Mike said he was shuffling things. But uh, where do you think he is in his development? Well, before it's all said and done in his time at Ole Miss, he's going to be a weekend starter. I believe that. His stuff's too good, and his demeanor is really good. And if you guys have seen us play and seen him on the mound he looks like what what superstar pitchers are supposed to look like standing out there on 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 the bump um i, I you know i think he's probably a uh mid middle reliever and come in there um and, and turn it loose you've seen some ups and downs out of him like you do a lot of freshmen but um his stuff is really good and i think it's going to continue to get better um as we go and, and he's going to figure out how to how to pitch a little a little bit better and and, and command that fastball and run it in on the right-hander's hands and run it away from a left-hander. And, um, but he, he's got the total package. It's, everything's there for him to be a star here before he leaves, for sure. Coach, one minute. Um, besides Peyton, who do you need to get cranked up in, in the lineup that uh, is not quite doing exactly what you think they can do? Yeah, the next obvious one is Dunhurst. Um, and probably a little unfair to him. He had the thumb surgery, did not play all fall. And then, obviously, you know, Sunday of the first weekend, he, he, he 
pulls a hamstring and is out out for three weeks. And so um, a lot a lot of it is 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 reps with him. And I've started to see some uh, you know some better swings. He had a really good Sunday against Tennessee. Uh, had a real had a really good game yesterday, but he's he's a guy he's a guy we got to get, get cranked up. But I, but I think he will. Coach, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Good luck uh, in Pearl, and good luck this weekend. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Always appreciate it. Back to finish up our program right after this, my friends. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Well, thanks to all of you for listening, texting, and being a part of our program tonight. Jake Thompson, who joined us early for football. Coach Mike Clement was on tonight's Coach's Corner, brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been with us since 1929. There are 54 locations. They're across six different states. Gateway Tire tells you they go the distance for you, and that is... So, so true. Now we get into the red and blue chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics. Well, obviously, basketball, we just got some good news that Jackson State power forward Javis McKinnis has committed to Ole Miss, three-time SWAC Defensive Player of the Year. And we little birdie told us they're still after power forward Jalen Graham out of Arizona, 6'9", 225, average 13 points, six rebounds. Um Ohio shooting guard Mark Sears, he's a transfer guy, averaged 19 points. Uh, that would be a good addition. We certainly need some guys that can put it in the hoop. Uh, North Carolina State stretch five, Manny Bates, 6'11", 235, 10 points, six rebounds. Didn't play in 2022 injury, but uh, Florida, Auburn, Marquette, Georgetown, Ole Miss, Texas A&M all have feelers out for him. In football, uh, over the weekend, Florida State cornerback transfer Jarvis Brownlee officially visited Ole Miss on the weekend. Uh, last two seasons in Tallahassee, he's had 77 tackles, three interceptions, 
one sack and one defensive touchdown. MTSU graduate transfer Shatton Mobley is 6'2", 235, will uh, officially visit Ole Miss this weekend. He rushed for close to 1,500 yards at MTSU through his career, but it looks like Ole Miss wants him for a linebacker. Unofficial visits over the weekend, top 100 defensive end Keldrick Falk out of Highland, Alabama, 6'6", 245. Four-star edge Adonage Green, 6'6", 215. He made a return trip to Ole Miss on Saturday. And four-star offensive lineman out of Baylor, Tennessee, Bryson Sanders officially visited Ole Miss this past weekend. So what that tells me is, uh, Lane Kiffin is still in the transfer market. And going to be probably through June, right? Yeah, <laughs> working it every day. Yeah, yeah, right. And same way with everyone. All right, so since 76, Go Orthodontics has been offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles to all of us in Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Find a Go Orthodontics facility near you. Time for a little good, bad, and ugly. Sponsored by our big Delta Power Sports friends in Batesville. All right, the good. Well, it's always a good thing to go on the road and in SEC baseball and win a series. The Rebels did just that over the weekend by taking two out of three from homestanding Kentucky. Coach Mike Bianco took a chance and shuffled his starting pitching around, and it worked. He got 6.1 innings, six and a third innings of three-hit ball from Dylan DeLucha. And uh, John Gaddis and closer Brandon Johnson didn't allow any hits in 2.2 innings. Uh, in a two-to-one win Friday. Uh, Hunter Elliott kept Washington, Kentucky at bay for the most part for 4.1 innings, but the Rebels lost 9-2 to two in Saturday's contest. Jack Washburn got his first SEC start in Sunday's 10-1 Rebel win and worked five solid innings of one-run ball. Jack Doherty and Gaddis closed things out for the rubber match win. The Rebels have been on the road twice, at Auburn and at Kentucky in both series, they've gotten beaten soundly on Saturday and won handily on Sunday. That's a good back bounce-back ability. It was an excellent scrimmage Saturday, a lot of highlights from the football team. Uh, so far, this 2022 Rebel football team looks pretty good. Uh, we'll continue monitoring their progress, but they seem to be off a very good start. And that was a concern going into spring with all the new faces out there, how quickly they would mesh. And, Gary, I, I'd say they're ahead of schedule on meshing. Uh, the bad, Bianco pulled all the right strings over the weekend, but apparently there are still problems with the Saturday pitching. The Rebels are 0-3 on Saturdays in three SEC series. Hopefully you can figure that out. Um, the ugly, the North Carolina-Duke game the other night was a classic. Over 20 lead changes. The Tar Heels ended up winning and ended Coach K's career. No problem there, but I never liked him anyway. <laughs> so what could be ugly Don't about hold that? Back, Chuck. What could be ugly about that game? Uh, nothing, except it was kind of a slap-in-the-face reminder of how far Kermit Davis has to go to get the Rebel program in the same stratosphere as those two programs. So he, he made a step with Javius McKinnis, but uh, he's got a long way to go. Hopefully he can get it done. I am right there with you. At Ole Miss and Southern Miss tomorrow in Pearl, it looks like the forecast says the storms will get out before game time, so we'll see what that is like. And then for the weekend, Ole Miss, Alabama. What do we know about Alabama? 17-12 and 12 in baseball, but they're also 4-5 and five in the SEC. And the thing that, that we didn't get a chance to, to get in with, with Clem, is how close they have been. Like they lost one to nothing to Texas, 2 to nothing to Texas. Then in the SEC, they had leads in Starkville twice that they lost and then won the Sunday game. Uh, they did take two out of three against Texas A&M, but lost 6-4 to four. Uh, in one of the games to Florida. So if you're looking at Alabama, they are right there. The one game they lost to A&M was 3-2. to two. And that's what has happened to them over the past few years. Just unable to win those games. They're getting a few of them. Ole Miss hasn't been in tight games, one way or the other. Well, l- let me say this. Everybody looks about the same right now except Tennessee. That's right. <laughs> Head and shoulders so, so it's, above. It's going to be a battle every weekend. So we will have those things to talk about and more next Monday when we return. Rebels and Golden Eagles and Rebels and the Tide in baseball. Good job, men.
Thank you. You Thank too, you. brother. Right Great on. job. Thank you, and we appreciate it. Six to seven on Monday nights with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So long. 